Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Tina O'Neill Smith, and this is a podcast about all of the dumb things that people will do for love. Dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum 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 So welcome to episode 108. 108.5. Be handy, 108.5. That's right, guys. We're coming back at you with another 0.5 quickie episode. 0.5. Uh, reason being is, um, you know, life again, you know, we're yeah. uh, super busy and uh, Sally just got back from um, what looked like to be the best vacation in the whole world. I know. It's a vacation in full these days, you guys. This is my my final vacation of the summer, and I realize I have been on a lot of vacations. I definitely have. This is my third vacation. (laughs) And uh, you know what? I apologize. I don't, don't ever apologize. I'm not going to apologize. This was like the, the like, oh, we can finally go places after COVID vacation. Yeah. Um, so I went to Santa Fe with Grace and Dr. Dudebuck, and we went to this resort called Ojo Santa Fe, and it was just like thermal spa, like thermal baths and pools and yoga and everybody heaven it was everybody wore robes just walking around the whole time and then we got to do archery and throw axes so it was great that's so cool (laughs) did you do uh, a lot of yoga did you meditate well (laughs) we tried to do yoga um and the teacher did not show up so we're like because everybody's so chill over there like even the teacher was so chill she didn't show up so chill (laughs) yeah so we we get up early and we're all we're maybe a little hungover but like so we're just like all right we're going to yoga we're like throw on our yoga clothes walk over to the studio and there's these two women in there and they're just kind of like stretching and being you know like the pre-yoga where everybody's like look at me I do yoga (laughs) stretching yeah. out their whatevers i mean maybe that's just my that's like, how there's i'm interpreting Instagram for it. that exactly you know? <laughs> like i don't need i don't need to see you do all your best poses before the teacher <laughs> comes in i get it so there was one woman who was like particularly yoga-y like she just looked like a yoga person uh-huh. and so we just kind of like assumed she was the teacher but and so <laughs> Everybody in. was just staring at her. And she well, was we like, go in and she's like, she's, sitting, she's doing whatever and, and we set up our mats. And then Aaron, who's like not really done yoga a lot, just turns around and faces the woman. She's like one mat away and just is like staring at her like, all right, let's go. And the woman is like, oh, are we, are we facing the other way? And Aaron was like, I thought you were the teacher. She's like, no. Oh my God, that's so funny. And then we're like, I mean, we were like laughing as if we were caught in church, like laughing, like we were sh- like shoulders shaking, like could not get over. Uh, and then the teacher never showed up. And But then they gave us a bunch of money off of, not a bunch of money. They gave us some money off of our bill because we had to wait 20 minutes, even though we were like, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. We're just going to go soak in this, <laughs> in this what? thermal pool. That's like the ultimate compliment for that woman. Right? I would love to be mistaken for a yoga teacher. <laughs> Or 
just like any for anyone who looks like I know what I'm doing. You right? Know what I mean, I the know. person in charge. <laughs> I mean, I love it when I'm at Target and people walk up to me and are like, "Do you know what I or whatever is?" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, I used to get there was this one TJ Maxx that." When I was working as a lawyer, so I would be in there, like I would go during my lunchtime, it was like downtown Cincinnati, I would go during my lunchtime, and I'd so I'd be in a suit, and I still, like almost every time I went, someone would come up to me and be like, I'm sorry, where's the children's section? And I'd be like, I don't, I don't work here. I'm like, I'm wearing a business suit. You just have a real friendly face. I think I just looked like I knew what was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> So how have um, you been? Uh, good. I've been good. Um, we uh, talked a little bit this morning. I sent, um, I sent Sally. This was just, it made me laugh. And then it made me think of another story that I totally forgot to tell you guys. But um, so this morning I got a message just from a random dude, just like a picture of his face. Like he had taken a selfie and sent it to me on Facebook. Just like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> So I sent Sally a screenshot of it, and I said, ooh, look, I got, I got my first dick pic. And she was like, where's the dick? <laughs> well, the like, guy was very... The That's the joke. The joke is that he's the dick. I got, I mean, I got, I thought maybe there was like, you just weren't sending me the dick. I was like... No, I hope I never get an actual naked dick pic. I was just... I laughing mean, at like a picture this guy just sent me a selfie of himself smiling and I have no idea who he is perfect stranger Perf- I so. one time had a stranger I don't know if it was on purpose or not but he just sent me a series of pictures of him with like different animals <laughs> and he wasn't naked but it was like a ferret and a cat and like a, a small pig <laughs> and there were like 15 pictures of just this bearded man with a series of animals and I was like I, I think maybe you sent these to the wrong person I was like otherwise great job I'm what? not sure <laughs> yeah, like who the fuck are you and what why? did he say he never responded so I'm like I don't know if he meant to send it or he just that oh. was like his like hey look at me I'm good with animals that is so weird <laughs> it is weird if you guys are wondering why now the sound, Jen's sound, sound is going to be so much better, it's because we realized her microphone was not plugged in. This is a fact. <laughs> I thought I plugged in my microphone. I plugged in my computer charger. They look very similar. There's just black wires everywhere. I'm not good at computers. But this uh, answers a lot of questions. I kept turning my mic up like, what do you mean? This is way like, higher than I usually you. have it. <laughs> you were like, are you sure? I can't even, like, I'm right up on it. I was like, get up on your mic. I'm get up on that mic. mic. <laughs> I was like, get the on mic that mic, in Jen. my mouth. Um, um, you were t- starting to tell a story okay, that yeah. you said nobody had ever heard before. It is a world premiere. Yeah, I totally forgot to tell everybody this story, but I remembered it this morning when you were confused over the dick pic. Yes. But okay, so when I I recently got into a car accident, um, I had to have a rental car for a while. Sally, I had your car for a while. Thank you very uh-huh. much. You're welcome. And then, um, but when I finally was able to go get my car, 
the people at the body shop are like super nice and they're like well we'll come get you from the rental car place and i was like that's okay i can take a new bird and they're like no no no, we'll come get you and we'll pick you up in your car how about that i was like okay <laughs> so um so the guy picks me up and so he's driving and i'm in the passenger seat and um it's probably about like 10 15 minute drive from the rental car place back to the body shop where yeah. i need to like sign off and check out and drop him off and get and be on my way. So we're sitting there in the car and we're talking. And I do think it's a little bit weird that I'm sitting in the front seat with of this your guy. Car. Yeah, that he's driving my car. But and he's a total stranger. But we're just shooting the shit. I think we're talking about like the Atlanta Hawks or something, which I know nothing about. But I was like, yeah, yeah okay. And You're so like, yeah, how about our boys? They're doing great. He's yeah. <laughs> they have Good sports. <laughs> I love that one guy. What's his name job. again? <laughs> Basketball shorts. Um, and then, um, so I, he's talking. I'm kind of looking out the window while I'm talking and looking at things. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I was like, I see something on his pants. And I was like, oh, my God. I think he has his dick out. No. And I start. I was like, oh, my God. Because, first of all, if you're a woman, and I know that this is a fucked up thing for, for men to grasp, men, if you're listening, and women, I know you can all relate. Every single woman you know has a story about a time that they look over and they realize the guy in the car next to them is jerking off and looking at them. Yes. Or you're walking out of the Waffle House and then all of a sudden there's a guy in the parking lot behind a fence and he's jerking off at you. Yeah. Or these are all – I'm naming all things that have happened to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> or you're walking home in Astoria late at night and you see a guy just pants down jerking off on his front lawn. Yes. See? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like I remember – Or like, the first- you're 11 years old and you're going to the library downtown Dayton and you see a guy jerking off at you. <laughs> or you're my sister who was just on the news and she was um, at the park – here in Atlanta at, at like seven o'clock in the morning with her baby and also my seven-year-old nephew. And there's a guy on a park bench who starts, st- stands up and starts jerking off at you and your family. And she had to take off running with her <gasps> kids. Totally crazy. It was on the news. Oh my God. That's another wild story I haven't told you guys. <laughs> so yeah, it happens. And I remember like telling my husband this a long time ago, you know, like this, no, this happens all the time. And he was like, what? And I'm like, welcome to being a woman. This Mm -hmm. shit happens all the fucking time and it's infuriating. And so I was like, oh my God, like it's happening. It's happening again. And this time it's in my car and he's driving. And I start to get like super, like I'm like my hair, my like hair on my arms is standing up right now because I was super like flustered and red. Do I jump? What do I do? Do he's driving my car. Right. Do I scream at him? Do we crash the car? Do I open the door and jump out of the car? You know what I mean? On the highway. We're in the fucking highway. Like, what do we do? Do I, like, poke my fingers in his eyeballs and then grab the steering wheel? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Fight or flight. Nothing makes sense. And right as I'm about to, like, fucking, like, like, get up the courage to, like, I'm going to just start screaming at him i'm just yeah. gonna start screaming at him and then <laughs> oh, no. i get up the courage and i turn around to start screaming at him and i realize he's got a he's just has a cigar laying on his pants 
excited about the cigar he's going to smoke in 10 minutes when he he drops me off. It was just like, I guess, a flesh-colored cigar (laughs) sitting on his pants exactly where a dick would be if you unzipped your pants. (laughs) The weirdest fucking... It was like a fucking roller coaster of a car ride, I will tell you this, but I'm glad that I did Were you then like... Stick my fingers in his eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) Then you would be on the news too. (laughs) Yeah. What if I jumped out of a moving car and then this guy had no idea what the fuck just happened? (laughs) He was like, oh my God. And I just screamed, put your dick away. (laughs) And then jumped onto the side of the highway. Oh my but God. you know what? I imagine that you would. It would be a perfect tuck and roll. Perfect tuck and roll. But like, this is the kind of thing that, like, yes, I'm ridiculous. But am I also like I've had, like this has happened so many times in my life and all of my girlfriend's lives and my sister's life that it's not that crazy that I thought that that's what was happening. It's not that crazy. That's the thing. Like, it's I know. not. It is, especially when you're already kind of like on edge of somebody who's like insisting on driving your car, insisting on coming to pick you up when you're like, I know I can take a Uber, which yeah. like, I know that is with a stranger, but at least you're, it's somewhat accountable. It's right? a total like, relinquishing of power. Yes. Like I said, I wanted to take an Uber. No, I'll, I'll pick you up. Okay. It's nice. But I said, I'll take an Uber. And then it's like, well, I'm going to drive your car. And it's like, okay. And then I'm in the car with this strange man I don't know, and he's driving it. It's not an Uber where, you know, there's apps tracking. Right. And then what kind of crazy person is having a a flesh-colored cigar on his pants? Like, why why did he need that cigar? (laughs) Was he smoking a cigar in your car? No. Like, it's just weird. Is that how, like, you prep your cigars or something? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta warm them up in my crotch, man. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know how we have crotch cigars? They're like the new Cubans. This, this is how you do it. <laughs> and then I bite the tip off. The tooth and spit out the window. <laughs> That's a crazy story. I'm still it picturing is. you poking him in the eye, rolling out of the car, and him just being like, it was a cigar! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't. I haven't had. I've been so busy that I have not had the chance to even tell anybody that story yet. But oh my this god, is the perfect opportunity. That was a good That's one. Dumb love for you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, should we get into the quickie portion? Yeah. So quick. I this, feel like you guys just, have already gotten your money. <laughs> these are all quickies. This is what we call an oops. Your oops. All quickies episode. Oops, all quickies. Oops, Oops, all quickies. (laughs) Do you want to go first? I do want to go first because I do have a sweet one for the end. Okay, so this is, I think, my quickie this week is a story I think that we can all relate to in some way because it's about a woman whose pure love for a certain food is also her downfall. So like me and pizza. Okay, I was like, (laughs) is this about pizza? Uh, It's not about pizza, but okay. So a Massachusetts woman named Joanna Gardell, who they say is 38, but 
Looking at the pictures, time has not been kind. Oh, no. <laughs> she decided to steal a commercial pickup truck at 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and she ended up taking police on a wild goose chase. So the owner actually just saw her. She walked up to the car. He was, like, delivering some stuff and had just walked away from the car to put something somewhere. And she walked opened the door and walked in and just got in the car and drove off. And the owner's like, wait, what the fuck? It's 9 a.m. <laughs> and so by the time that he calls the police and by the time the police caught up to this woman using the owner's GPS to track down the truck, she had already hit another vehicle. Oh my God. So yeah. So she had like crashed into the vehicle. She was stopped and an uh, one a police officer walked up to the truck, but right as he got there, she sped off. So the officer got back into his cruiser and followed her. She wasn't even like speeding. So she starts going through red lights. But so police stopped following her because for public safety reasons. Yeah. So, you know. Um, so she kept going and she got into traffic jams. And she's on Main Street in whatever town in Massachusetts is. And she starts driving around stopped cars, cars that were stopped in traffic. And she ends up hitting a van. <sighs> who was in the oncoming lane. So she, when she crashed and she ended up stopping and three police officers in the area approached her vehicles in an attempt to get her out of the car. And then right as one put his hand on the door handle to open it up, she backs up the truck and then she struck a cruiser that was behind her. And then she knocked down and dragged the officer who had his hand on the door handle about 15 feet he was dragged. Oh, my God. Yeah. He suffered non-life-threatening injuries and was taken to a local hospital. So he's doing okay. There's, like, a video showing the truck going through a construction site close to, like – and she's, like, getting really close to construction workers. And they're, like, trying to stop her. And she just goes right through. And police, they lost her. But then they finally caught up to the woman. And do you know why, Jen? Why? Because she had stopped to order lunch at a McDonald's drive-thru. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, she was ordering chicken nuggets when she was spotted, and the police called the McDonald's and were like, can you just, like, stall? Be, be really slow? Yeah. And so they got there right when she was, like, taken off with her McNuggets, and two police cars approached her. She hit one of them <gasps> and tried to go off-road, but she ended up stuck in some mulch. And so <laughs> once the truck was stuck, the officers approached the vehicle. They were able to pull her out. And she fought and struggled, but they got her pinned down. And apparently she told the police that the truck was hers and that she's planning on pleading not guilty. Was she, she on some math? Math? I think uh, we know why time has not been time. <laughs> you know, they don't say, but you have to assume, right? <laughs> there is something, something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was charged with a whole alphabet of charges. I was like looking at the charges. I was like, yeah, you know, all the charges. And she's being held without bail. Maybe she was just microdosing mushrooms for, you know, medicinal purposes. That's right. She just needs to chill the fuck out and get centered. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what, I mean, I think that's what happens when you go to McDonald's. That's crazy. Okay, for my quickie this week, well, really quick, I, I'm, I'm going to do one and a half quickies. All right. I just want to give you guys a quick update. Do you remember the couple from the Ukraine that I did a quickie on months ago that they spent 123 days handcuffed together? Yeah. Yes. I do remember that. Yeah. They were like trying to break a record or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd hate to report that being handcuffed to your significant other for 123 days is not good for your relationship. What? And they actually, it was Alexandra Kudley and Victoria Pustovitova. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you nailed I'm it. trying to say it. Yeah. Um, they, um, I think if you just say it quickly with confidence, then it's like nobody Pustovitova. can fault you. V- yeah. Yep. Now you got me messed up. Pustovitova. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So they decided to break up, but in order to do so, they had to have, they had to get cut out of their chains and have them dismantled. So it wasn't just like a breakup. It was like, somebody get these fucking things off of me right now. (laughs) Did they break the record? Yeah. So it does look like that they broke some kind of a Ukrainian record. Um, Just a Ukrainian record? I think so. It said they had the bonds removed in front of Ukrainian TV news channels and a representative from a Ukrainian record book who said no couple in the world had managed a similar feat. And now we know why. They did something. (laughs) They did something. And when uh, they talked to uh, Alexander to ask him why the relationship didn't work out, he said, we are not on the same wavelength. We are totally different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it does say that they're going to sell the handcuffs in an online auction and donate part part of the money to charity. Be interested to see how much. Uh huh. Yeah. And like, who wants to buy those? <laughs> who wants to buy those handcuffs? I don't know. There's a cra- there's a crazy person out there for everyone. So for my actual quickie, I found a really fun listicle. We love listicles um, for men's health, created by Jordan Taylor, and that are uh, 15 Tinder horror stories that will make your worst date seem great by comparison. All right. I just thought I'd read a couple of this. <laughs> I'm of the in for these. <laughs> I thought were pretty funny. This one says, so I met this girl on Tinder and we went for a lunch date. We had a pretty good connection, so we decided to have dinner as well. After having a few drinks, one thing led to another and ended up back at my place. We hooked up and went to sleep. In the middle of the night, I wake up. She's intensely staring at me while she's crouched behind the bed. I ask her if everything is all right. Nightmare. I know. Um, I asked her if everything is all right. She said yes and got back into bed. I thought, a little creepy, but probably nothing to worry about. She lays down to cuddle with me and she's wet. At the time, I was like, damn, I must be, uh, I must just be a stallion. (laughs) And then it says, fast forward to the morning. She's gone and there's a wet puddle beside my bed. She peed on my floor. I still don't understand it. I had a bathroom, but maybe she just got lost and couldn't hold it. I did not hear from her again. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I think that's probably, that's like somebody who's like woke up in the middle of the night. I mean, you know, like people do that. They like get either drunk or they get, or they're like sleepwalking or something and they think they're in a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is another crazy story. But when um, years ago, back in the day when I used to uh, manage uh, Urban Outfitters, Uh there was this one day where this woman was like, there was a line of maybe like six people deep. We were super busy. And um, there was a girl working the register and I was, you know, spiraling around managing shit. Uh And then everybody noticed that the woman was kind of bouncing up and down or whatever, but she paid 
for her clothes, like yeah. bought all of her clothes and then they wrapped them up and gave them to her. And then she turns around and goes, by the way, I just peed on your floor and then <gasps> walked out. And then like the funniest thing was that, well, it wasn't funny because we had to clean that shit up and it was disgusting. <laughs> But the craziest thing was like watching the video, like the video of her actually doing it. It's like, oh my God, she like stood there and made a choice. Like, yeah. I'm going to piss myself, but I don't want to put all these clothes back. And you know I don't want to leave this like, yes. come back later. <gasps> yeah. And so, but then it was like the video of like, then my poor girl at the cash wrap <laughs> being like, what? And then her walking around the cash wrap and her face going, oh my God. And then her getting me and I walk over there and I'm like, oh my God. And then the, like 10 people come over and we're like, what the fuck? So like that tape became like a thing that we would play sometimes just for shit. But yeah. Oh my God. Okay. This one says, this is from somebody named Coyote Party. Like, like a tea party, but a coyote party. Went on a date oh. after talking to this guy for a few weeks, and I told him I was thinking of getting my nose pierced, but was afraid it would hurt. We are walking through a park in broad daylight, and this dude takes a safety pin out of his pocket and fucking jams it through his nostril. Blood pours down his face. He laughs and says, see, no big deal. Dude, <gasps> what the fuck? Uh-uh. That's her saying, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. This one right here is from someone called Buche Peachy. Uh (laughs) I don't understand. I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, Talked to him for two weeks before we went out and no red flag. So we ended up going out to dinner. I said I hadn't been out in a while because I was trying to save money for a washer and a dryer. He told me instead of saving for that, I should save for a boob job. (gasps) <gasps> yeah I didn't Get even know how to reply so he followed up with no it's not a bad thing my sister and mom both had small tits and got boob jobs and they look amazing <laughs> this is all before the waitress even brought our drinks I just got up and left good for you oh my god uh, it's like he was like what's the one thing I could say how quick can I make her leave like I feel like he was playing a game yeah, probably, right? probably. Oh my god! Like that's a like what's that show? Punks. Like the no, the four friends that are totally. Oh, uh, in Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers. I was like yeah. in <laughs> something on something something. Unfunny fuck face it. <laughs> no, they're funny. They're funny, but that kind of like like Borat and all that shit that gives me so much anxiety. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't watch. Can't watch it. Shows like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I hate like, when people are like not in on the joke. I don't like it. I know. I don't like it. I was actually at, once asked if I wanted to send in a headshot for a uh, prank show that films here in Atlanta. And I was like, I yeah. can't. I will laugh. <laughs> I will laugh. My face set, tells it all. I, yeah. I'm not a good I can't. Oh, yeah. I would be so expression. bad at that. I would be Ugh. so bad at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that and like and, uh, roasts. I'm, it's not. Oh, I'm good at roasting. I'll roast the shit out of somebody. Oh, no, Jim. I will. I will roast, (laughs) but I can't lie. (laughs) You're like radical honesty. (laughs) Yes. 
Um, which, by the way, for our uh, so we just announced tickets for Red Clay Comedy Festival. I'll talk about that at the end. But I wanted to also say that um, we're doing. Kyle Ayers, who's a really great comedian, has a show that we're bringing to our festival this year. It's called A Boast Battle. Yeah. And it's where you, like, instead of roasting each other, you just say really, really, really nice things. I love that. <laughs> so <laughs> Sally Sally. Um, He's right. so great. He's so funny. Yeah. I'm excited. Kyle Ayers. Yeah. I'll tell you guys more about that at the end. But um, here's another one. This one says, I went to his place and we hooked up, but after he goes, so you want – want to know what I'm really into and mm-hmm. I was like sure and then he grabs my foot I have a really irrational fear of people touching my feet so I ran the hell out of there <laughs> um anyway I get to the living room on the way out and it turns out to be his parents house and I look at his mother and see she was my old therapist <gasps> no isn't that crazy <laughs> I think if you're a therapist just out of kindness for everyone in the world don't have husbands or children or life. <laughs> yeah, right? You know? <laughs> you exist for us. Just be an island. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it's like teachers when you like when you're a little kid, you see teachers out in the wild and you're like, What? what? You're just supposed to be my teacher. <laughs> yes. All right, I will do one more. Okay. This is from someone called Very Small Squares. It said, okay. well, I've only gone on one Tinder date. We talked for a bit, and I agreed to pick her up at Starbucks. She looked nothing like her pictures, but I thought I should be nice and at least hang out with her for a little bit. We went to her place. Hang out with her for a little bit at her house. Come on, dude. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> so we went to her place, and the entire house reeked like cat pee, like saturated. Then as she proceeded to show me her massive collection of animal tail butt plugs... <laughs> She screamed at her chihuahua and smacked it right on the nose and without missing a beat. That's terrible. And then um, just asked me if I wanted to make out on the couch. I awkwardly sat down and pretended to look at my phone and made up that my grandma was dying so I could get the fuck out. Well, I wouldn't like anybody that hit an animal either. No, no. Fuck out. Okay, one more quick one. Okay. Match with my BFF's fiance after the engagement party. Screenshots of everything and lost my BFF because I don't play that. I was uninvited to the wedding. Marriage lasted eighteen months. Oof! All yeah, right. Why people get married? I don't. How do they get married? It's like nobody's forcing you to. Don't get married if you don't want to get married. Don't get married <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> don't get married. Full stop. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. What? Um, uh, so you said you had a. A surprise quickie at the end. I do. I have a. I have a sweet, a sweet, a sweet thing to end on. Oh, lovely. Um, okay, this is from the Washington Post by Sydney Page and Care11.com by Boyd Huppert. So this is just a quick story about two neighbors who became best friends during the quarantine. Aww. So, okay, so Mary O'Neill has lived next door to Benjamin Olson's family for 12 years in Minneapolis, but it took the pandemic and being confined to their homes for the two to really get to know each other. So their friendship kind of started the same way that many neighborly friendships start. start. It's, you know, they had small talk across the fence. Mary would wave hi to Benjamin and Ben would wave back. And then one day, Benjamin, who is two years old, 
threw his ball over near Mary's fence. And Mary, who will turn 100 in December, oh, wow. got her cane and came over, reached over the fence, and then hit the, back, the ball back towards him. And then Benjamin ran to get the ball again and threw it back. And then they kept doing that over and over. And the two now call the game cane ball. And so in the first few months of their friendship, Mary stayed on her side of the fence and Ben stayed on his side because, you know, they didn't want to spread germs. But now that Mary and Benjamin's parents are vaccinated, they can play together. So Benjamin's mom, Sarah, calls Mary Benjamin's very first best friend. She said, there's really no one that he interacted with except Mary. We feel really lucky to have Mary as our neighbor during all this and just have someone who Benjamin can look for each day and go play in the yard. So most days around 10 a.m., the two spend, like, get together. They spend several hours together blowing bubbles, playing cane ball, and playing with trucks. And Benjamin recently learned how to open and close her gate, like the gate in between their two yards on his own, so he can just go over whenever he wants. And Mary says, we just get along well together. Their bond came naturally, she says. After all, it's hard not to love him. And despite Benjamin's age, she says he's very understanding. He doesn't talk much, but he sure knows what you're talking about. He's friendly with me, and I'm friendly with him. And Benjamin lives with his Sounds parents. Sounds like a great listener. Right? Benjamin lives with his parents and his younger brother, Noah, while uh, Mary lives on her own, she, as she has since she lost her husband 37 years ago. And for decades, Mary worked in the clerical department of a computer company, but she retired at 63. So now she fills most of her time. She plays electronic Yahtzee against the computer. She watches game shows on TV, and she loves collecting butterfly paraphernalia. And Mary says that she is used to being alone, but before the pandemic, she had lots of hobbies to keep her busy. She has two children, four grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren, but most of her family lives out of state, so she doesn't have any grandchildren close by. So Mary says that if it wasn't for her friendship with Benjamin, the months of the pandemic would have gotten a lot lonelier. She said, I wouldn't have had anything to do, and that playing with Benjamin is something I look forward to each day. So sweet. I know. And so one day this spring, Mary asked Sarah, who's Benjamin's mom, if Ben, if Benjamin would like some trucks that she had stashed away in her basement. And it turns out that they were her son's trucks and she was keeping them because he passed away when he was 53. And so Sarah, Benjamin's mom said that was an incredible day. She saved them all this time. And there just happens to be a two-year-old boy that loves to play with them now. And so Benjamin loved the truck so much that he wanted to give Mary something back. So the day that she gave him the trucks in like two-year-old style, he like, gathered up a little pile of dirt and put it on her doorstep for her. (laughs) And like now it's something that he does almost every time he sees her. And Mary says he comes with his little hand and puts it in mine. Sometimes it's a leaf. Sometimes it's just dirt. And Mary says that watching Benjamin and his baby brother grow up makes me feel fulfilled and satisfied and just really happy. And in the recent weeks, Benjamin has started saying more words. And one of his first words is his name for Mary. He calls her Mimi. Oh, how sweet. I know. And Sarah says he's always looking for Mimi. And so Mary's 100th birthday is in December. But she says, I don't feel 100 years old. And she says that her friendship with Benjamin proves that age is just a number. She said, I guess I'm just a two-year-old at heart. I know isn't that sweet and of course we got some real cute pictures of these two what if like Benjamin um, the little boy at one day was just like I'm your husband (laughs) 
it's me. Mary, it's me, Mary. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like a, <laughs> I feel like that's a movie. Is that a movie? That feels Is that like where a movie. I'm getting that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, can you make me your pot roast? <laughs> you look beautiful today, Mary. <laughs> Like the day we first met in 1936. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll let you guys know if there's a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, we did pretty good for a quickies episode. I mean, I think I think this is as long as a regular episode. Just a lot of chit-chat. A lot of chit-chat. I hope you guys liked it. Um, um, all right, well, let's do something dumb and something we love. All right, cool. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, um, I can go first. So I, you know, as I talked about in the beginning, I had an amazing vacation. It was yeah. felt very lucky. It was very, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a really beautiful place. Uh, really beautiful, really fun. And, you know, it was just great to see my, see my friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, as I was there, I was like posting pictures on the internets, which is super obnoxious, but also I want to see those pictures. Right? It was for you, Jen. I did it for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so I feel like because I was being obnoxious and posting all these vacation pictures, my flight back, I was like, I had a layover and my my layover flight back to Atlanta just was like one of those where it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and it got delayed all the way until five in the morning (laughs) I didn't get home until five in the morning and I was like oh my god I like I'm not built for this like I'm not I could not stay up late oh no oh man so it was that was I know I wanted to like call you the next day but I saw your post and I was like I'm gonna listen Yeah, I I missed my pottery class because no. <laughs> like, I was just like, I got to sleep. Oh, I didn't um, know you were taking a pottery class like in, Oh, yeah. In person. Have I not talked about that? No, yeah, like, I'm I taking a pottery wheel, but I didn't know you were taking a pottery class. I just started. I've, I've gone to two classes. It's once a week. It's at Spruill, Spruill Arts Center. Um, and it's great. It's just like, you know, go for a couple hours on a Tuesday, make some pots a lady tells me what to do and then uh and then go home (laughs) go back to work it's great yeah i want a lady to tell me what to do and make some pots right come on join the class (laughs) (laughs) it's of course all women (laughs) it's amazing it's like whenever it's like a woman telling me what to do i'm like yes tell me exactly exactly i'm like don't fucking tell me (laughs) oh yeah if it's a woman i'm like can you tell me how to just my whole life (laughs) i trust you whatever <laughs> oh. So um, yeah, that's, so that's great. Dumb and dumb and love. What about you? What do you love got? it? Um, for dumb, I guess. Like, I'm just trying to think what's dumb. I guess like dumb is that the summer is um over as as of Monday. My kids go back to school. I'm I'm completely unprepared. Um, and uh-huh. so it just snuck up on me, and like I can't believe we're already going back. And that was summer because. Um, I've had no vacation. <laughs> I know. I've been Zero. all vacation. That's You've okay. been no vacation. You know, I will one day. 
but the something that I love is that, like I was saying earlier, um, we just announced our lineup for Red Clay Comedy Festival this year. I'm so wearing my good. Red Clay sweatshirt in honor. Amazing. In the summertime. Yeah. What are you, nuts? I don't know. It's real cold in this room. Um, <laughs> but, um... I uh, yep, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, we um, it's we have like Sam J, Akash Singh, James Adomian, um, the Boast Battle. I was just talking to you about. Like we've got a uh-huh. really fun, amazing lineup, and um, it's going to be here in Atlanta. Um, I'll be around, so come see it. It's going to be November fourth, fifth, and sixth, and Yay. you can buy tickets now online. And tickets are already going fast, so nice. The VIP tickets are real fun because you can like see all of the shows, um, and not on and all the headliner shows, but also you get access to all of the um, after parties and yeah. um, and and comedy hangs. So those are always fun because if you get a hundred comedians in a room. It's going to be a good time. It's, it's going to be, be a, a good weird time. time. <laughs> yes. And if you, there's a microphone, someone's going to be on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's going to be a karaoke night. We're, we're uh-huh. working that out. And um, so you want to uh, be there. It's going to be fun. So, so fun. You guys, Jen puts on a hell of a festival. So Thanks, go. Well, there's me so many and- great comedians on it. Mm-hmm. Mike no, let's not even around. talk about those other guys. I'm not well, talking about. They do a lot of the work. <laughs> I'm not even talking Most. about those guys. <laughs> but yeah, go to Red Clay. I'm excited for it. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks guys for another uh, great week. We hope you guys enjoyed this uh, quickie episode. Thanks for uh, letting us get off a little easy, and we'll be back next week with more dumb love for you yeah and in the meantime uh why don't you give us a review and tell a friend and send us an email whatever you know dumblovepod at gmail.com do it send us your love stories we haven't had a listener love story in a while so yeah what are you guys doing just not being in love i don't buy it i don't buy it there do some dumb for love Dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum